Hi friend and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I had the privilege this week of um, going to speak at a ministry and just kind of lead a Bible study with their staff. And it was a ministry called Guidelines and it was just such a blessing to be there. Um, And I was just thinking about how like, I don't know if you're like me, but you kind of show up somewhere and you think like, oh, I'm going to serve these people. <laughs> like, like God has something for me to do here, right? And I was the one leading the study, so I thought that, of course. But God is so sweet because he just, like, I showed up there to give them a message, right? But then they started the whole thing and we opened in prayer and they just prayed over my loved one who is having a hard time right now. And I just thought I was sitting there listening to the prayer and thinking, God, I showed up here to serve, but you are serving me and and they're serving me. And so many times that's what happens, right? In our lives, God is tender. He knows that our hearts are broken over things and he shows up in those moments to meet us with tenderness when we are putting on a front of, I can do this, like I'm just going to push through, Um, but he knows the brokenness inside us and he can see right through us. And so he plans these things to wrap us in his love. And I was sharing um, some different ideas and things about um, trials that we go through. And I remember one of the people there said, I just can't stop thinking about his tenderness towards me in the trials and how he tenderly strips away things in my life um, to make more room for him. And that word, um, tenderness, I just, it's been staying with me. And I can't stop thinking about how God is a gentleman. He is, he waits for us. Um, I read a verse this morning about Elijah and how um, there was all this noise. There was an earthquake. There was like a storm and everything. And then after it all passed, God's voice came in a small whisper. And so I just, I'm overcome with the fact that he chooses to communicate with us that way. I'm overcome with the fact that he is so gentle and lowly and humble of heart. And I sat with him this morning and I just said, and I'm trying to do this more. This is new for me. (laughs) I don't like usually, well, I have been praying like this more in the last few years, um, but it's, it's new to do this because usually I follow like a formulaic plan of prayer, like praise, thanksgiving, adoration, like I did all of the steps, but now I'm kind of trying to sit with the Lord and say, Lord, what do you have for me today? Like, what do you want to say to me today? And I just sit and sit still. It's, it's very hard to do at first because we live in this fast-paced, busy, constant moving motion entertainment, always at our fingertips with our phones. And so... Anyways, I sat with the Lord this morning and I pictured him sitting next to me with tears streaming down his face. And I was just overcome with the thought that he cares so deeply, like he is sovereign enough to know the ending of what I'm struggling with, but he cries for me anyways. He sits there and sheds tears anyways because of his love for me, for the person I'm crying over, he's crying too. Like, and, and I think so many times we don't think of God like that. Like we think of him 
because he's sovereign, because he knows all, we think of him sitting on a throne saying, I know it's going to happen, so I'm not going to show emotion about this. But that's really not what we see in the life of Jesus. I mean, I always come back to the story of Lazarus. Like, that was so impacting for me to see Jesus. You know, Lazarus had had passed away, and Jesus knew that he was going to bring him back to life. But as soon as he saw Mary and Martha, he wept with them because of the emotion he had for them and for the loss of his friend. He loved Lazarus. And even though he knew that he was going to come back to life, he still chose to like enter that depth of emotion. And so I just am thinking this morning and today just about how grateful I am for his tenderness and for his heart to experience emotion with me in the throes of what I'm going through and the throes of what you're going through. I mean, the things that break your heart that you don't talk to people about, the things, the silent battles you face, that breaks his heart. He is crying with you. When you're weeping in your bed, in your room, when no one can see you, he's weeping too. And so I just think what a great God we serve, right? Like he's not some far off God that doesn't know our problems or doesn't know what we face. He weeps with us. And so I was just thinking about that today. I wanted to encourage you with that because I think a lot of times we just need to know that we have someone with us in the trenches who knows how we feel and they just sit there with us. And that's what the kind of friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus, right? And so I also wanted to share with you guys, I have a new Christmas devotional coming out and it's called Invited to Worship. If you read my last Christmas devotional that I came out with two years ago, it was called Invited to Rest, and I really wanted, my prayer for that was that it would get people to stop buying into the hurry of Christmas and the whole season and to sit with Jesus and learn to rest with Him. And so this one, I thought about, okay, say someone has done the hard work of sitting to rest with Jesus. Now what what is the posture of our hearts? in that moment. And I turned to worship. I mean, once you make space to rest in your life, then you are open to sit with God and worship. And there were just so many cool stories throughout the Bible of moments of spontaneous worship that I wanted to share. Um, a lot of them are Christmas stories, like when the baby leaped inside of Elizabeth's womb or like the crazy praise party of the angels going on. Like I went through different spontaneous moments of worship in the Christmas story. And I loved writing about these. It was so fun for me and to see the different stories. And I just love the idea of God creating in us a heart of worship so we can be more still this season. And I think we can very easily get wrapped up in all of the constant activities going on, the different things that we have to do. And I know I'm already feeling that, like I'm looking at what's going to be happening in November and December, and I'm just thinking, wow, there's a lot going on. But I always, always, always want to make time for Jesus, no matter how busy my life is, no matter how crazy things get. I want to sit at his feet. And ultimately, like I want the posture of my heart to be worship, no matter what. And so... I thought that these stories would just be a sweet encouragement to you. And 
I wanted to read you just a little um, excerpt from it. This is December 16th. It's called Angel Armies. In Luke 2, 13 through 14, it says, Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. I said, wouldn't it be amazing to step into this holy scene and witness the angelic chorus of praise? I know I have felt a small portion of this feeling as I praise God in church. Singing to God and feeling the presence of his mighty angels is something I will never forget. But this Christmas night in particular signified the salvation of many. The Savior of the world was here to bring peace where all hope was lost. Love truly came down that night. And I just go on to say about how, what it meant for the angels to really worship and praise in heaven. And I was thinking about how this ties into when one person is saved. I mean, we see that. It says in, let me see what verse it was here. Luke 15, 10 tells us, In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels over one sinner who repents. If this kind of praise happens when one sinner repents, imagine the amount of praise that rang out when the Savior of the world arrived to save millions of lives for the glory of God. That praise would have been powerful, unbelievable, and beyond what humans can fathom. No wonder the shepherds were afraid. I think we need to remember how important it is to God when one person is saved, when one sinner is brought to his knees and redeemed by amazing grace. It is no small thing. This person's life has changed forever. They have encountered the living God, and they will never be the same. So I just loved writing about all these different moments. Um, I'm going to put the link for you guys below. This is available on Amazon now. Um, invited to worship, sitting at the feet of Jesus this Christmas season. And I just wanted to give you guys like a daily thing, like December 1, December 2, December 3, just to go through it and to center your heart on worship and on Jesus. Before the day gets out of hand, before you feel like things are just going all crazy, I wanted to give you just, they, they take less than two minutes to read, but just time with the Lord to sit at his feet and questions at the end to really think through how this applies to your life, um, maybe what God wants to tell you in this season. And so, friends, I hope you get a copy. I hope you love it. Um, and thank you for being here with me today. I kind of went off the cuff today. I didn't have any notes <laughs> for today's podcast, but um, I just wanted to tell you about some things God's been working on in my heart and just thinking about his tenderness and how that changes me. And I, and I hope it changes you this week. And as you head into the weekend and the week ahead and the holidays, that his love would so deeply change you. His tenderness would so deeply touch you that you're not the same, that you don't look at your struggles the same, or you don't look at things in the same way as you used to. Um, so let me pray for us, friends. Lord, I lift up this sweet soul on the other end of this podcast. I know that you love them, Jesus, that you wrap them in your tenderness, in your arms, and whatever trial they are facing, that you sit beside them and cry with them. And I thank you that you've done that for me this week. 
and praise you, God, for you are mighty, you are powerful, you can change things at the touch of your hand. And we know that, Lord, but we also know that you are a tender friend that decides to sit with us in the pain, and we thank you for that. Help us to remember your love this week, your tenderness, your grace for the times that we fall short. We know you're still in love with us no matter what we do or what we don't do. You love us, Lord, and I just thank you for that unconditional love. Please watch over us as we go about our week and as we head into the holidays, and I just pray that um, this book that I believe you wrote, <laughs> but you used me to write, um, I just pray that you, it would touch others, Lord, and that it would um, impact their lives. Thank you for this day. Amen. All right, friends, I'm going to put the link for the book below. If you want to grab a copy, please let me know what you think of it. I always love to hear your guys' comments and messages, um, like certain devotionals that stood out to you. That always means the world to me to hear that. And um, I love you all. Have a great week.